0: think we're live
1: yay I never know when we're live anymore so I always I I should (laughs) go and watch we should do a blooper reel of like the first five minutes of every or 50 seconds of every live
0: because it's probably just me staring hopefully Instagram works better this this week too (laughs) yes I hope so
1: it cut us off hi Instagram hi Facebook live hi like 800 people I emailed today I hope some people join us live I sent out like the most emails I've ever sent in my life today
0: I was gonna say 800 I I Seriously, I bet that's not far from no, the truth. Literally,
1: on my mailchimp, it said 867 <laughs> subscribers, and I wow. feel so bad for those people who are on my subscriber list. Um, gosh, bless Steph Bleet's heart. Like she has not <laughs> had a kid in high school for. All She's like, Lonnie, I love this information you send in your mail letter. Not sure it's meant for me anymore, <laughs> but I can't delete those people. So if you are getting my emails or my newsletter and you do not want them, just hit unsubscribe. It should. Let you do that. So very good. So no, thank that's you. that's good.
0: It's it's, you know, communication just seems like comes and goes. The topic has been changing. We hit it hard in the fall. Just due the COVID and pro all this stuff, and it feel like we're finally talking about school. Like, Yay! Like like the way it used to be years and years ago before COVID. Mm-hmm. It's like the the topics and today's is an example of that. It just feels a little more normal all the time. Minus if we sound a little muffled. Yeah. If you're listening to this on an audio podcast. It's because we're talking through masks still. We
1: have masks on.
0: We're trying to model appropriately.
1: Yes. We we so. totally are modeling appropriately and Because you're in my 6-foot bubble. I am in your 6-foot yeah. bubble and I kind of have a lisp anyway, <laughs> so the muffle does just going to try to hide some just of that. Blame it on the when mask. I get really excited it really shows up on Facebook lives. I love that. Um <laughs> You want to talk about summer first or you want to talk so, about scheduling yeah, first?
0: Yeah, um, l- let me do s- summer first, okay. only because it's I literally just walked out of the admin meeting um, probably 30 minutes ago, and we were talking about, and this goes for all K-12 parents, not just uh, high school, but um, Shadron will offer, like it used to, a summer school, kind of a learning enrichment opportunity for families. Um, so a letter's going to be mailed out probably... I don't know if it's going to make it, maybe it goes out this week on Friday, but probably next week, um, just to see if there's interest out there from K-12 families. So any family would only need to complete one of those forms, turn it into any one of the schools that your children attends, uh, just turn it into the office. And the, the district's trying to gauge on numbers, um, because we'll actually hire some staff, some teachers um, that will oversee some of the learning opportunities, like actually have a certified teacher doing some math and doing the language arts and and, and those things. Uh, Science would be another one. So it's not really the camps. The camps hopefully will still happen as before, but um, it's to address any loss of learning due to COVID. And for us at the high school, it does look different. I mean, the letter states the high school on there as well. And we typically do about two weeks of, we've actually done up to four weeks of summer school. For us, it's credit recovery. So in the K8 world it's about enrichment and but you don't ha- you don't have a transcript where you have to pass classes to move to the next grade level at the high school level it's about transcripts and credits on a transcript and so if we have students for instance our at-home learners if they were behind this is an opportunity i'm actually going to really encourage or get them to come for in person for a couple of weeks after the school year. It'll start, I think, May 24th on that mm-hmm. Monday that school, after school's out. And come in for just two weeks of three hours a day. It's just 8.30 to 11.30 in the morning. Um, and we will use the Acellus, but we found the credit recovery classes that looked very doable. And we can actually then give a credit on a transcript for a student who complete. And I would think they can complete one. It'd be tough to actually do two full credits be, yeah. in that short of time. But anyways, just for all K-12 parents, that letter is going to go out from the district next week. Um, and it's just searching for interest if you're willing to, for a two-week period. And I think they'll do it again in August where your student actually comes into a, a location for three hours a day, four days a week is all. Um, and and to get some enrichment, just some catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I think at the... Let's say it's a fourth, fifth grade student. I think it's that catch-up that might be needed before next fall. And it's it's, number one, it's going to help address uh, the at-home learners so that they feel like they're a little bit on board with what the expectations are for learning for next fall. And then, of course, at the high school level, it's about credits. If you got behind during the at-home learning, which we had some students get behind and we've had some excel, they're going to be more than a grade level ahead coming back. Um, So it's just a, a chance to do some credit recovery or some learning enrichment so that letter's going out from the district next week return it just one per family to any one of the schools your children attends Um, and we'll take a look at that and see how we can schedule but it's looking like three hours a day for the about uh, two weeks um, two four day weeks right after school gets out so anyways just heads up on that
1: good timing because report cards are coming out as well yeah so i mean It it might actually. I was just thinking I wrote report cards down as you you were saying that. Because at least for the high school kids, we're going to try to get those in the mail by Friday. We had um, a few kids who had some makeup stuff to do over the spring break and snow days. snow days kind
0: of messed us up a little bit on finishing the quarter.
1: We're going to get those in the mail on Friday. And that might come um, similar timing to that summer school letter. And just knowing like, okay, if we... You know, if we didn't make it in any classes and we want to get caught up yep. on those credits. Um, at the high school, you have a buffer of four. You can you can miss up to four credits and still graduate on time. After that, it, it right. would have to be a credit recovery or summer school option to be able to walk at graduation on time. So I hate sending those letters home. Those are the worst. Hey. That's my least favorite part of my job.
0: Yeah, and that's, again, it's just the big difference between high school and a high school mm-hmm. diploma versus a K-8 setting in um, you and I don't get a lot of control over that. It's it takes so many hours, so mm-hmm. much to actually get get those credits. So, um, and that's where I'll be honest with you. As as a principal of a high achieving, high performing school, we have had a spotless graduation rate. And I'm telling you, COVID's going to cost us. It's we had a mm-hmm. couple, we had some families chose to keep their what would have been a senior at home. Um, for at-home learning for, again, their, their own purposes for personal health, um, whatever the needs are, and they just didn't complete um, what they would have completed um, mm-hmm. or could have completed. Um, so it's going to set them back a year if we can uh, get those in. For, for every student that got behind with the at-home learning, and we, we had, what, maybe 20 high school students mm-hmm. did, the, did the at-home learning. About six of them actually returned at semester and are with us now in building this semester. Um but for any, however many that got behind, we had as many or more actually really complete or get ahead. So it ended up being successful for us. But uh, yeah, I'm telling you, when you had a spotless graduation rate and you're talking about, it looks like a couple of seniors that just didn't participate in learning from home. It's, uh, it's, it just feels, feels bad. And, you it know, feels like, gross. Ugh. ugh, darn ugh. It. So We
1: like giving diplomas out. Yeah. So let's all get diplomas. And hey, you know what else <laughs> kids really like? Picking their new classes new for next classes. year. New classes. Yes. Yeah. So if you are one of my uh, 867 people today that I <laughs> sent out an email to, you probably already know um, that next week I'm going to start the beginning phase of scheduling. And I want to preface and say it again and emphasize the beginning phase of scheduling because we haven't built a, we don't, we don't know how many offerings we're going to have because here's the questions I'm going to get. Monday, Tuesday, I'm going to get a phone call from mom. And mom's gonna say, um, you know, I really want Jerry to have Trig second semester um, outside of football season. And I'm gonna say, oh my gosh, let's talk when we have a schedule built because I can't mm-hmm. even tell you if there will be Trig in the spring. Yeah, we don't know. Where we don't those know where. Are. Yep. Where or what. So um, next week, kids, I need you to have your Chromebooks charged. We're going to go in the auditorium kind of like we would do. Just call you out like we do Mm -hmm. school pictures (laughs) by uh, groups, by your last name and your grade. Um, It helps me be grade specific. And... Um, the teachers thought maybe that this year would be a way to be less intrusive of of just mm-hmm. stealing one classroom um, and having kids come and go so much. So we'll do that. Uh, we'll kind of just make a wish list. This is kind yeah. of the wish list time. it starts. Yep. So kids make a wish list of classes. I guide the requirements um, individually and group wise on where they're at and so they don't not put an English class in there or US history. And I am like the master controller of this thing, you guys. So mm-hmm. so let's say Jerry's my student and he's picking classes. I'm in the back like, nope, turn right, turn left. Mm-hmm. So if I look at his when he's done and it's like no English, no US history, I just go and I, I fix that. Right. <laughs> I, I force, I'm like Mario Kart. I make you turn the <laughs> other way and, and take it because we don't miss graduation requirements here at Shattern High School. So, um. I force some of those in, and then they get to make their wish list of the others, the right. classes that aren't necessarily required for their graduation and their track. So it could be more math and science and English. It could be um, shop classes mm-hmm. and woods, uh, construction, egg classes. It can be um, whatever their little heart desires. Mm-hmm. I can't promise that it'll work perfectly, but we then tried to build a schedule that meets the most needs. And usually, the best schedule I've ever built was around 90 almost 91%, 90.8% of all requests satisfied. So we'll knock on wood. This is as close Mm -hmm. to wood as I have in here Mm -hmm. that we get close to that again.
0: And so that's why year to year, I mean, uh, a student is thinking about scheduling like, well, I want trig after lunch. So I Mm -hmm. want a (coughs) second semester because that's when it's offered. No, that was just that year Mm -hmm. that it was offered. So we don't know the number of sections for each of those classes until after this the inventory and the surveying of students, um, or when they're offered. Right. Um, yeah, that's a process. And truthfully, I have never (laughs) even attempted to look and see how that process takes place. You do all of that and most of it's done. It used to be the big magnet board and the whiteboard and moving stuff around and, I don't know whether you'd use that still because it's still in your it's office. It's a nice
1: visual, yeah, it, a, but it is a lot. It's computerized a lot anymore. Yeah. And this is my favorite too because then students feel uh, personally <laughs> attacked if if when we load classes it doesn't go how they're supposed. And I remind them the computer loads the initial classes. <laughs> we tweak with them yeah. afterwards. Yeah.
0: So. yeah, so phase one is students choosing classes they'd be interested in. Absolutely, a wish list. A wish yep. list. And then from there, it'll, we'll be able to kind of dial in. Because some of those classes won't even make. Absolutely. You know, I mean, yep. that doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen to some classes where, you know, if there's only four students that signed up for um, Mr. Max whatever class, they might not make this year. So we'll try offering it again the next year. So yep. it happens occasionally with some um, specialty elective classes, I think.
1: Yep, absolutely. So at next week we'll do our wish list, and okay. if I can get all the kids' um, their wish list done by the end of the week, then the week after I can start building. Um, give those numbers back to departments the teachers get some input and insight on what they're going to offer and how many sections and um, come back at me with some ideas we share some teachers so there's some very specific things that depending on what the middle school does or what that we can't alter Um, and then we should have a master schedule and I could get a first draft of the wish list back to kiddos and then that's when um, if students want to come in one-on-one we can tweak anything if parents want to call or come in and and sit down we can do that as well so um super super fun mm-hmm. um we're at the largest enrollment in the high school that has ever been since i've been here yep. um so it gets interesting with more bodies in the building yeah. and and more needs on how the schedule looks but it's always a good challenge and my favorite part of it is kids are jacked they have been coming into my <laughs> office for weeks like They're... um can i set an appointment up to look at my schedule for next year i was like oh, i'd love to do that with you when we start, <laughs> when, when we can build one, um, and so we're ready, and so kids will get excited, and it is so fun this time of year, especially now that we have a little snow. It's going to start melting, and kids get really excited, not only for summer but for next school year too.
0: Now I know you went over the middle school, and so you've already talked scheduling to the the current eighth graders that are going to be coming over as freshmen. Did they do a wish list yet? Have they? Do, they did a wish of, list. That's yep. what that was.
1: The eighth grade scheduling is so much different because we just torture them, you guys. We torture them by making them get all their state requirements done that first year. Mm. Not all of them, but a huge majority of them. So their wish list looks like this. And then, like, sophomore year, it looks like this. <laughs> right. So, and then junior year, this and that, um, the opportunity. So, it's – I usually just go in person, and we just do a pencil-paper wish list with, with those okay. kiddos. Um, so, they're, they've already done some circling and prioritizing of what they think they might want. But they'll – as soon as we build it, they'll be right in the process of first draft can mm-hmm. tinker with it, second draft, those kind of things.
0: So, and I know when you did it with them, your t- paper, pencil, and et cetera, mm-hmm. but you said – Chromebooks had to be fully charged. Yes. So, what is it the students are going to do with their Chromebook? So, how, what what's the digital? F- scheduling going to look like yes fine, I guess.
1: and it's actually i've never done this before but i'm leaving it's open now so kids can get on it and tinker with it now and i'm interested to see if i let them um if they'll come in with more of a plan than if i don't like they have now pretty much a week yeah. um to play with it in the weekend um so but it's as easy as this you guys you log into infinite campus okay. so you type in your campus username portal pe- campus portal boom um on the left side left-hand screen. There's all these different options to look at. Like I can look at my kiddos grades. I can look at, um, this cool thing called academic plan, which I put on the email today, which tells me green means go. I'm good. I've had that. I don't need it anymore. Red means I still need more. Like, okay. like until yep. you're a senior, yep. your English is always read because you need an English every year. Um, and then there's a button called course registration. And if you hit course registration, you literally can create a, a wish list. Kids could do it right now, even without me. Um, and they could start adding classes into their wish list. And it doesn't really scare me that they're going to mm-hmm. mess it up. Because like I said, I have the driver controls in the background and I yeah. have a, the ultimate control. And so do parents, obviously, over You know, oh nope, we gotta take that out or add something in. If you only way I'd use that driver control. It's Mm. like the um driver's ed break, right? (laughs) Right. On the side. The only reason I'd ever use that break if they're not getting something for their graduation requirement. Required, yep. Um so so yeah, it's literally a button called course registration and there's a full list of all the courses that are active in our Mm -hmm. system. Sometimes we're we're missing a course or two in there that needs I need to go in and and make it available. Right. Um, but it should be a pretty extensive list of our class, and kids just pick, 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 and they need eight full credits for a for a schedule.
0: So if that's done on Campus Portal, will the parents be able to see what the students have been putting in there as well?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a great question. I should hack in as a parent and see and what they can see. Yes, okay. if you log in as your student or with your student, you would course, be able to see. then you would. Yep, and you could do it with them, yeah. but that's a great question. I don't know if... It, from my parent account, if I could see that or not, but I, I know right. how to find that question out. Maybe next yeah, week we'll I mean, address that more.
0: Yeah, we could try that. Yeah, yeah. Um, y- you know, and that's I want, just to put in a plug for Infinite Campus. It, it's it's still the learning manag- management system for our K twelve district. Meaning that's the one place a parent, a parent, you get your own access, your own account. You download the app of the cam- Infinite Campus portal. Um, it, call us at the office if you need help getting on the first time but you can see attendance you can see lunch account balances you can see grades and you can set up little reminders and notifications and all that but as far as grades because i i'm sorry but i keep thinking about report cards coming out and in the snow days and why that's delayed and they'll come out this week and so it just reminds me that you don't have to wait for a report well, card to they're show posted up posted there yeah there are they're there on the on the campus portal so you can see it um, way ahead of time. But this whole scheduling then is like, Oh, I wonder if you can, if the parents would be able to see that once we get there. So this is the first year trying that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and we've done the course, the wish list, we've done on Infinite Campus Mm -hmm. a few times. I haven't opened it this early and, and really, um, I kind of have kept it a little bit secret on Mm -hmm. how to get to that or quiet. It's never secret. Uh, And I close it a lot, but I figure, um, I just think looking at it mm-hmm. multiple times and with different adults and not just me and with their teachers even or with their parents, oh, what that's great conversation, right. you know, because the fun part about scheduling is having all the conversations of, well, does this, is this going to benefit me in the future? Right. You know, that's the fun conversation. Right. And it may, you may take it and it might, that class might help you just excel in your degree or you might take a class that was completely Mm -hmm. different of something that you're going to study and it might be a life skill or heaven forbid you take a class and you end up not liking it yeah well you figured something out right Mm -hmm. you narrowed it down Um, i I
0: had a young student in a conversation a week ago who said they're gonna told me i'm gonna take every math class in high school i'm like seriously like well you know and this is like i'm curious why and they said Cause then when I go to college, I can only take the minimum. Anything that I have, you know, I was yeah. like, that's smart thinking yes. for a young student. I mean, we're talking a freshman. Yep. It's like that's just really smart. Like they're free now. There's a lot of support in the building now, and don't be scared to take. I know they're hard classes, and mm-hmm. I know we got some alumni chiming in. I've been watching on Instagram, and we got some of our alumni there that um, have come in and given a wave, and they can tell you. Ask our alumni. I mean it. Anything you do in high school, there's still room for you to explore and take exploratory classes and fun electives and um, balancing between fine arts and hands-on applied classes, et cetera. And you can still take all the math or, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, AP classes and that. So I really hope that I'm always curious whether we can somehow encourage the uh, students to be courageous about just not not trying to be lazy with your schedule every year, but really to push yourselves. It doesn't do anything for me as a principal, whether you do or not, but it gives you more benefits. It opens more doors for you and, and uh, obviously can lead to higher ACT scores and financially benefit students greatly just by scheduling.
1: Yep. Oh, abso- Oh, that's, that's the key right there. Yeah. And I always have students, and you know, I work with high school students, so bless it. I love you all. I believe about three fourths of what you tell me because there's always some truth in the middle here (laughs) and this is my favorite line from seniors or juniors to be seniors they always tell me this for any parents watching oh my mom thinks or my dad thinks I just really need to get an easy senior year schedule and I'm just like Oh, do they really? Because most, most of the parents in our community know we offer all the first year college classes here yeah, in our building. Yeah. Um, Mr. Ewing teaches them, Mr. Bach teaches them, Mr. Sandstrom teaches them. So you really can knock out like a year of yeah. college for close to free <laughs> at our high school. And, um, I'm like, I think our parents are smarter than that. I think they know that, yeah. um, like taking just an idea of just an easy, mm-hmm. I, I mean that it really would be, be a huge disadvantage yeah. unless you, if you didn't take some of the other things that we offer. So Absolutely. I love it when kids just kids tell me that all the time. And it was like, yeah, hmm, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> or but, that it might risk their GPA because yeah. one a grade will go down by taking that hard clock. Yeah. But if your ACT goes up, you're, you're talking about thousands of dollars. Thousands and, of yeah, dollars. And yes. we see that. I mean, yeah, we have data actually yep. on that. We've, we've talked about on this uh, Cardinal yep. cast before that there's a great benefit to taking some of these classes. Um, The scholarships aren't really about GPA. No. So it's, it's going to be about an ACT score yep. and a resume. You and know. some
1: community service and exactly. some balance. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: All the activities yep. and those things that you can build on a resume yep. uh, of what you do Absolutely. outside of the classroom as well. And
1: the kids are so funny. You kids are so funny because you tell me that, but then you just sign up for the right classes. Like yep. <laughs> they say that to me, but they don't in in their signing up and they say that to their teachers. And so the teachers come to me like, oh, so-and-so said they were just going to take easy class. I'm just like, yep. that's what they all say. Yep. And then they, they know the benefits and they're like oh you know I better take medical terminology I'm going into nursing or I better take Mm -hmm. college algebra because why wouldn't I do that when I can get it for that cheap (laughs) or you know they they say that and then they they always end up signing up for the right classes Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah and I don't know do you know off the top of your head what the record is for the most college credits a student has graduated here with have we hit 30?
1: Oh yeah, we're in mid 30s. I know 36 really? since I've been here. Wow. And so, but I want to think the little I I know of one young lady who was the year before I got here that she was a fire and she might even got more than that. But mm-hmm. I know 36. I've I've bore witness to 36. That's
0: an entire one whole year of yeah. college yep. under their belt before they leave here. Yep. And some of those how you do that, some of those you have to pay something for, whether it's an oh, AP yeah. exam or whether you pay the dual credit with CSC or, or the WNCC because we have those classes as well. So there's a, there's a lot of choices. Um, you eighth graders coming in as freshmen, we don't give you a lot of no. choices. We're more worried about you getting set up socially in high yep. school, and that we keep an eye on that. Uh, we try not to burden you a little bit, but we'll, we'll get an English. Yep. Um, you always get a science, a math um requirement
1: requirement requirement, graduation speech health Health, requirement by the state of Nebraska and I always get asked by parents my kid is so good at math so good at English or like they're passionate about it can we double up that year and my answer is well absolutely you could but you would be then missing a requirement that would put you a grade down in that class so for example if you double up in math your freshman year then your sophomore year you're Taking physical science with the freshman, or you're taking that computer class, or you know, you're taking something that is required that all the other freshmen took, speech and health. So it's just beneficial freshman year to go with the flow, get the required classes. You will thank us your junior and senior year because colleges won't let you take early classes your freshman, sophomore year. You might as well get the state of Nebraska requirements knocked out, and then the world's your oyster when you get older. Um, so I, that's a common question that you and I get in email or I'll get at parent teacher conferences or, or by phone call. Um, and I get it. Like uh, we have kids that are just ready. Like, let me loose. Yep. I'm so ready for these advanced classes. Um, in freshman year, you just have to be patient because the state of Nebraska requires speech, health, physical science, English one, algebra one. You just got to get some of this stuff done with us first and yeah. then you're free.
0: Um, the, is it? Isn't it policy that the dual credit classes, you have to be at least a junior anyway? Yes. Yep. Okay. So we run into a couple of different problems. One is you don't want to take some of those advanced classes too soon mm-hmm. for either not getting the college credit because you're not at least a junior. Or you mistime the ACT. And we hit the, the, we've had students do this mm-hmm. um, before where, in other words, they're taking the ACT the spring of junior and their senior year. Well, it's the math that's on the ACT is not that college level calculus stuff that they've been in for a full year. And so they kind of they've missed the gap where now their English and other scores in the ACT. They're hitting pretty hard. But believe it or not, the math score doesn't they almost lose some of the skills of the the stuff that was on the ACT. Um, So we've had that and we've had the situations where. A student is gifted in math, but maybe not in the other areas, and so they just excel in the, in the parent. And we've we've known um, how to have the conversation with the family mm-hmm. on what we can offer, what we can do, and what barriers they're going to hit. Sure enough, the senior year, we have no we have no more math classes in our building to offer this student, and and they knew that coming in when they started doubling up, um, and that's been weird because it's. It's kind of up to you. If you can find a math class at college to take, by all means. But that's not on us. We're not here to enroll your students in college classes, which I know you tend to help way too often, in my opinion. Yeah. But we've run into that situation where they thought they were going to take Calc 2 and 3 in college, but it wasn't offered, or it wasn't, it didn't fit, or for whatever reason. And sure enough, they end up going a whole senior year without any math, and mm-hmm. yet they're clearly heading into the engineering field, or a some science field at a four-year school or university so yeah, there's just some strange things like we are I think we have to have more conversations with parents about slowing down a little bit because what you and I know from experience too is high school is the social piece as well and I think there's a lot of value in that and just I know academic you're excited about the academics and we have those and you're we can do that part really well but uh, I do think sometimes we almost have more conversations with families, but just slow down. Just, we're
1: I tell you what, our full ride to Princeton, our, we are Harvard, our Brown students, those kiddos. I can go down the list of Ivy mm-hmm. since I've been here. They took college algebra, their senior year and Calc their senior. I mean, they just stayed right on right track. On the path. Took, mm-hmm. They just followed the path of what the sequence was. And I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we're, we got full rides to Ivy's again this year. And, um, it just seems to be um, no no huge benefit to getting too ahead of yourself. Right. Um, and I think I have some sophomores in the building this year that would attest to that, saying I was so ready and excited to take advanced classes my sophomore year mm-hmm. that I got in a little bit over my head. And that's okay, too. That's a learning mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, i tell you what. A, a B in a class or a C in a class when you thought you were a B. It's not gonna kill you. It is not. I mean, that right. we we worry about if we ruined our t- no, you're you're okay. because um, yeah. you're gonna get a benefit of that aCT score bump. So um that's the other thing that that I see in scheduling is, um for whatever reason, two parents, um, it seems very high stakes scheduling. Like I might even <laughs> true, have true. a parent that wants to come to the auditorium Monday or Tuesday with her kid. I'm not ready for you. Parents, you are welcome. I will set a meeting. Let's do that individually so that you can come in with your kid and we can talk. So it's not in a group setting, mm-hmm. um, with peers. It's just way more comfortable for kiddos that way. Good point. Um, but I promise you, I got the drivers. I'm Mario carton in the background. I'm not going to let him miss a graduation requirement. No. Um, and we're we're going to keep encouraging and we can set up those meetings but for whatever reason it does to a lot of parents feel really high stakes on um um you know just advancing Mm -hmm. at whatever pace that Mm -hmm. they expected to do so uh we've got a lot of success and a lot of data behind what we do pacing and scheduling Mm -hmm. wise so we're always welcome to share that i know you're the data guy so we see it and you put it in charts it's beautiful
0: yeah and and we know we've got a history of doing it well and preparing students just like It's pretty neat just having uh, someone already, you know, ready to go to, you know, accepted mm-hmm. into Princeton. And, and mm-hmm. we've had some Perfect
1: other. Perfect uh, ACT scores. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've had those. And that
1: followed the sequence.
0: I know. And sometimes, mm-hmm. like, my theory, and this is kind of fun, I mean, uh, my own personal philosophy on a whole lot of things that have to do with teaching is don't screw them up. And so <laughs> I remember, like, we'd get these high flyers coming into the high school and their parents were gung ho and they want. And I'm like, geez, I hope we don't screw this kid up, you know, that they pull off the perfect ACT or pro- pull off that big ACT or that, you know, they get accepted in these calls. I'm like, whew, you know, it's like, and just, uh, you know, another uh, indicator that we didn't screw them up. Absolutely. They they did fine. And and uh, and I think we do a, a nice job of just supporting students and families. You do an outstanding job of that. Our teachers do an outstanding job of supporting through. I really wish we would get away from grades. Yeah. Um, grades, I don't, are just some arbitrary value at times, sometimes they they um, assess quality, but a lot of times it's like work production. I think both are important, but there's a weird balance on how that's mm-hmm. done. And um, I just think we spend too much time getting hung up a little bit on grades um, versus what prepares students. In fact, one of our alumni um, had sent an email to Mr. Nobling last week, um, med student uh, in the medical field, um, was an above average student in high school but just got involved in activities and sports and just had fun and was the high school kid and then and i didn't see it but sure enough is that the meps test i think in the medical field had one of the higher scores and ended up just being a high flyer and and took off and there again i think it's just another uh, one of those indicators that uh, you know have a high school experience Mm -hmm. you know i I think there's plenty of room for that you can still be very successful and, and with career opportunities after high school
1: absolutely just uh just a warning out there for students when they ask me on monday um we're assuming that school's going to run a little bit normal uh more normal than it did this year we offered the extended free blocks this year was covid Mm. protocol that wasn't um that's not shattering high school policy No, Um, it was
0: a one-year deal to reduce capacity. Yep, we
1: offered those to reduce capacity in our classes so we could do more of the six-feet spacing and take our masks off a Mm -hmm. little bit more um, and have some breaks in classes, especially in those classes like choir and band Mm -hmm. that are, we're talking 50 kids in them, and so we were relieving some of those. Um, But that is not... Um, shattering high school protocol for an every year that was just right. COVID protocol. So. Right.
0: And we're actually having conversations whether we can keep part of that for seniors, but it will go back to the way it was um, yep. prior. I think we did. I know students like free blocks. They love them. Yeah. And, and it makes sense for some, but um, we might save save some of that. We'll figure it out. We're having discussions about Absolutely.
1: it. But and you can always take a college <coughs> class across the street. Absolutely. And I'll offer that to juniors and seniors. And that would, um that we've always it. offered free blocks mm-hmm. for those kids who want to walk across or take an online class. So yep. that will still be available.
0: For juniors and seniors. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: So that's, I think that's all I
0: got. Very good. So Best two days ago, we were dealing with snow and snow days. And seriously, two days later today, I've got the window wide open over here feels next so to me. Good. And it feels great. So I hope, I hope all of you are getting out and enjoy some sunshine and
1: things to look forward to don't melt away yay things so. to look forward to yeah. um, best way to get a hold of me if you have scheduling questions is my email. Start by email and I will totally return your phone call if you want to talk on the phone. Um, Just Lonnie.Watson at ShatterinSchools.net especially right now because I'm not going to be once scheduling season starts. I am not in my office answering phones near as much because I am in classrooms. I am in the auditorium those kind of places. So shoot me an email and I will respond to you within the day and if you'd rather phone call just a a cell phone or something that you want me to call you back on. So just a heads up there. So so I don't, I don't want to offend anyone if I'm not um, answering my telephone as much. Oh, Call good. Jerry Max cell phone, 430. Thanks. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all
1: right, that's all I got for the good of the order.
0: Sounds good. Wish me luck yeah. as
1: we get to scheduling season. Be exciting. It will be exciting. All right, we all will right. be back next week.